everybody, and welcome to Mayor Studies, a podcast about John Mayer. I'm Jill. And I am Lucas. And this week, Jill gets to pick the song. Yay! I don't want to say that I'm superior at picking, but I'm going to go ahead and say that the feedback is that I'm superior at picking. I have chosen split screen sadness, wait, wait, or I wanna... triple S as you refer to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I want to go back to this for a minute. Who, where is this feedback coming from? It's, this it's all in the DM, so you can't look at it. Oh, okay. Locked away. <laughs> I see. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you know, I have the data about how many people listen to which episode right so i could just compare and see how many people oh, listen to the episodes that i pick versus the episodes that you pick it'll always be off though because as new people discover it that's the true bottom first episode is always gonna be higher. and you know what this is not a competition we're a team your success is my success i mean you're probably making some good points <laughs> <laughs> all right so split screen sadness is your pick for yes, song i'm so all excited right. but before we get into the song john in the news john in the news it's what's so going on exciting. with my boy john I actually told you because I couldn't wait till the podcast. And I've totally forgotten, I swear. So. <laughs> about Justin Bieber? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Justin Bieber was doing an interview and said on his next album, which is coming out relatively soon, has a, quote, wicked John Mayer feature on it. And he is, quote, on another level. John, not Justin. And I am so excited because yeah. I love Justin Bieber. And I don't know why anyone wouldn't. Like, those songs are catchy. So I have long been a Bieber apologist. Hmm. Did you see his performance at the Grammys? Um, what did he sing? I don't think so. He sang a like very slowed the yeah this year like a month ago, in February. He sang that very slowed down version of Peaches. Mm -mm. Yeah, I can't I can't support that one. I can't defend that one. I'm always coming to his you know to his aid well, because I mean, some you of have the songs to be are a, great. A fan of all the songs. That performance was not was a hit. Okay. And what I wonder is like how come nobody in his life told him so? I a lot of times about performances mm -hmm. and outfits mm -hmm. of famous people of not famous people mm -hmm. few choices okay <laughs> like, uh -huh. i always embrace the people in my life like no seriously tell me if i look chubby in this <laughs> <laughs> anyways luckily i wear athleisure to our podcast there so you go yes okay um yeah so but aside from that i mean justin bieber songs you yes. think are phenomenal oh like for I sure do. yeah and I love when he partners with somebody unexpected, which is something he's good at. Mm -hmm. And this was unexpected to me. I'm surprised those two know each other. I mean, I guess it, if you're famous, you know all the famous people. But And John is famous for reaching out to other folks, yes. to other musicians, especially yeah. younger musicians. Yeah. He very much likes to be in the mentorship type role. Yeah. I think probably most famously with Shawn Mendes. Definitely. Who I love. And Big I think Shawn a little Mendes bit with here. Ed Sheeran. Oh, could be. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm just making stuff up now. Just naming people with guitars. <laughs> Who are songwriters. You know? Yeah. That's kind of John's field, Thing. his niche. So that's all I've got. He didn't overly flirt with anyone in the audience at a concert lately. It's just or this Justin he? Bieber. He but like, is he going to be in the video with Justin Bieber? Like, I have so many follow-up questions, and I can't wait to hear more about this. It may not be a single. There may not be a video. How dare Justin Bieber not choose this as a single? Was Lesson Learned a single? Well, I'm more invested in this. So. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the song bio. Yes, yeah, so this is great. I'm actually glad that you picked Split Screen Sadness. Oh, so you're a fan of my choices also. Go ahead. Great job to you on this. And hats <laughs> off to you. Um, because it gives us an opportunity to talk about heavier things. We haven't yes. done anything. The oldest album we've addressed is Continuum. 
And so, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So now we're going even further back to heavier things. A deeper cut. And also, exactly. For the people who are upset at our lack of deep cuts by episode three. That was the very next thing you I was going to say. You didn't say what episode say. this is. You always say that. Oh, this is episode six. Okay, good. Yeah. They know already because they clicked on it. I don't know. And the title I never said know. I thought six. we're on episode like 25 by now. No, this is episode six. Um, and uh, yeah, so the, also not a single. So, again, not a ton of information specifically yeah. about this song. Heavier Things came out in 2003. Okay. It was his second major label record. And he fed, he said that, like, the first record he felt like he was really rushed and, like, kind of swinging for the fences because it was his first major label record. Mm -hmm. Felt he was able to slow down a little bit with this record and experiment. Mm -hmm. And so that's why you'll hear on this record the first time he's using loops. He's using um, horns mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and he isn't quite, hasn't settled into like the John Mayer band, right? So you mentioned the other day, we need to find a song yes. that Pino's not on. Yes. You found it. I mean, not that I don't like him, but it's just <laughs> like the song bios could have been cut and pasted the same. Right, yeah. Interesting, maybe he didn't know him yet. He didn't know him yet. Okay. Yeah, they hadn't met yet. Mm -hmm. um, so he's not on this record. And there's a, a whole bunch of different drummers, a, a kind of almost a who's who of drummers, like all great drummers on it. Hmm. Questlove is, is on Clarity, the first track. Really? Yeah. Um, Matt Chamberlain, who I love, That's brand new information pl plays me. on most of the record. Okay. Um, uh, and then JJ uh, Johnson, who's mm -hmm. done some stuff with him, plays on one track. Mm -hmm. And then our boy Steve Jordan mm -hmm. plays on about four tracks on this on this album. So, okay. just kind of a rotating group. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Jamie Muharabek, I mm -hmm. think is how you say it, who's played in keys on al almost all of the studio records. Um, also, this was his first record with him, uh, and he, that, that connection came about because uh, Jack Joseph Puig, who was the guy who produced the album, mm -hmm. uh, was friends with him, and the producer for this record has done everyone. Mm -hmm. So this is a big major label, like, we're going to bring in a big guy who's done, like, U2, and, like, uh, he's won several Grammys, worked with pretty much everybody that was popular at the time, and the advertising, the promotion, the marketing approach to this album was let's slow down the hype mm -hmm. because John was already getting a sense of like this celebrity thing because of his yeah. Yeah. dating life and, and his social life. life. Right. Yeah. And they were like Could saying, have gone either way, really. Yeah. And so the, the thing was like, this is the long game with John Mayer. Mm -hmm. We want to build a career here, not a flash in the pan. Yeah. So they really tried to slow play the marketing for this. Uh, they only released the single like a week before the album came out. So they weren't trying to build up a bunch of hype. Album's been pretty well received. Um, you know, some people aren't in love with some of the songwriting. And as we get into it, we'll talk about, like, I think this is really fun to look at his evolution mm -hmm. um, by looking back here. But we'll talk about that later. So I just want everyone listening to how impressive that was because you had no notes. I told you. I know. I've I noticed you no don't notes. look at your notes yeah. because in life you maintain intense eye contact. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that was really impressive because you have nothing written down. So thank good you, job. Thank good you. job. Um, okay, so let's get into first why I chose split screen sadness before we talk about favorite or notable versions. Mm -hmm. You've been very coy with this. I've been asking you, and you have not. Why I chose me. it? Yeah, so well, I'm I chose to it hear because it of one specific line. So I don't want to jump ahead, but I don't have a choice. Okay. Every time I hear this song, when he says, "Don't, um, don't let me get away," mm -hmm. like that line about, "I know it's me who called it over," like. To say to someone, don't let me get away, mm -hmm. when it's usually like, don't, you're talking, don't let her get away. Right. Don't let him get away. It's so John Mayer, 
but also is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's clever, and we've all felt that way. Like, don't break up with me. You're going to regret this. Like, you're going to regret breaking up with me. Don't let me get away. Of course, we don't articulate it like that because we're not John Mayer. And every time I hear it, I love the song, but mm -hmm. every time I hear that line, I just there's something about it that just really gets me I'm excited about the songs. That's why I chose it. Plus, people are asking for deeper cuts, and I'm, I'm susceptible to peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to give the people what they want. Well, That's what you're doing podcast. right now. Yes. And so I was like, well, it's my choice, but... And there's more. I'll get into it into lyrics later, but that's why I chose it. So for favorite or notable versions of the song, honestly, like you mentioned, it doesn't have a video. Mm -hmm. I just like the OG album version. I couldn't find a live version of it that I was particularly crazy about. Although I do suspect when I saw John Mayer in concert in like 2003, 4-ish, mm -hmm. um, he was touring mm -hmm. for this album because this is the album cover that I had signed. Mm -hmm. And I think he probably sang it then, mm -hmm. but you know, we didn't have iPhones back then. He didn't play it at the forum for you? remember he's playing it on the tour on the saw rock tour he's playing it just solo acoustic though something about doing this podcast mm -hmm. has messed with my memories it's all bleeding together no, because now. i think i listened to the one song so, so much, much. Mm -hmm. yeah he probably did but i don't have a video of it regardless because right. i was trying to be really present mm -hmm. during the and my mom's obsessed yeah, with same. Videos, i so. always try to do that i yeah. i don't want to live my life very much like three by five. I, I almost picked that too. <laughs> it's hard. There's a lot of good songs. I feel this way all the time. I was just telling my wife, like, man, we looked so hot the other day. We didn't get any pictures. Or like, we went to this wedding and we were all dressed up and didn't get any pictures. I'm terrible at that because I don't yeah. want to stop and like pose. I just want to like live, live. life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to watch the like three by five. I didn't want to watch it through my phone. No. I wanted to watch it with my real eyes. And then luckily I had my mom with me and she wanted to watch it all through her phone. She, she is a 10. photographer extraordinaire. She is. So I'm just chose the original album version is my favorite version. What did you bring to the table and, about versions? And that's absolutely correct. Um, so there are a number of uh, like fan videos that sound terrible, yeah. you know, and you hear the guy who's recording it singing louder than John Mayer. Why do they do that? I don't know. Yeah. Because um, he is playing it on the Sob Rock tour mm -hmm. and it's just doing it just him solo on acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. Um, it is on the As Is mm -hmm. live album that came out. I want to say the recording of it was 2004. I did not love that. I listened to that in preparation for this. Something's off, right? So I'm so glad you said that. I am too, because you're going to say something smart, and I'm going to know it also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's it's absolutely off for a couple mm -hmm. of reasons. Um, one, if you listen to the recording of the song, there's a lot going on there. So it's, he's got the yeah. acoustic track. He's got, there's some electric guitar on the top of it. Uh, there's the bass. There's the electronic drums. By the way, the most early 2000s drum loop of all time, right? Okay. Just a, that, the drums in the song are a super early 2000s drum loop. Uh, there's the strings, which are very present and play a big, like, melodic role in the mm -hmm. song. And because so much of it is programmed, it's a little bit more difficult to kind of pull off live. Because it doesn't really, the guitar is like a complementary part of that song, not the main chorus. I agree. And it's not really like a power trio kind of song, which mm -hmm. is like what a lot of his stuff is. But the biggest issue is not really with the musicianship. He didn't sing it well. Okay, yeah, because I'm not going to notice musicianship. That's what I thought too. And I'm not one to criticize John Mayer, but I, I didn't even make it through the whole song. Okay. And I don't, I've never really listened to As Is that much. Right. But I thought, oh man, the title of this album is accurate. So this it's is going, is. <laughs> right? So this is going to start as an insult, but is actually going to be a compliment. So you just gotta let me get there. Okay. Um, he does not sound good for me mm -hmm. on that or on any of the live stuff I was able to see from that era. Mm -hmm. And I was really surprised when I went back to listen to this how 
bad it sounded. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I have my friend Ben, who you and I, you know, mm -hmm. who is not a big John Mayer fan. And one of the Yet things he doesn't wants like... wants to come on the podcast. Right? <laughs> one of the things he doesn't like about John Mayer is his voice. Wow, I love his voice. Well, and I, he, there is a quality to early John Mayer, mm -hmm. his singing... That is kind of, for lack of a better word, it's a little Muppety. Like, mm -hmm. it's almost like he's swallowing his own voice a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and that was very present in his early work. That's almost entirely gone now. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, he's gone through, so he had the vocal injury. Yeah. He had the year of vocal rest and a lot of things. He's gone through a lot of vocal training. Mm -hmm. What Here's where the compliment comes. There are so few singers at that level who ever get better. Mm -hmm. Because I think of like singing as kind of like being a model, right? Mm -hmm. You can get, there's some models that are better than others, mm -hmm. but you have to kind of be born with this, that certain skill set in order to do it, right? Yes, because it's your appearance. Yeah. I think of the same thing with singing. Like, yeah. I would love to be a phenomenal singer, mm -hmm. but there's, I don't have that gift. Yeah. And my experience with singers is you either are born with it or you're not. Can you get better? Sure. But we're talking about really small jumps. Not from like, oh, I was a terrible singer to I can sing mm -hmm. professionally. Like, I'm a mediocre singer and I'm a slightly better singer, or I'm a great singer and I'm an even better singer. Yeah. And so most people don't put in the work on it because you're so good just naturally. Mm -hmm. Why would I really need to work at this to get 5% better? Sure. You know? And John, for his, to his great credit, and this just goes to show you how much he cares about the music, has gotten so much better as a singer. I immediately went to Sabrock mm -hmm. and put Sabrock on, and I was like, Oh, he's singing so, even on record. He's singing so much better. Yeah. And I started listening to some live, more recent live stuff. And live, he's singing so much better. His pitch is so much better now. Mm -hmm. And there's only a handful of other people I can think of who have actually gotten better like that. Oh, sure. The most obvious case for me is Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Rihanna. Sorry, it's actually Rihanna. Do you know that her name's actually Rihanna? I've never thought about it. <laughs> yeah, her name's actually Rihanna. But she, to throw us off, she's on her own song has called herself Rihanna. So it's very confusing. <laughs> anyway, Rihanna has always been a great singer on record, but struggled live with the mm -hmm. same issue. She was super pitchy. Mm -hmm. And then she put in the work, and she's great now. She's a phenomenal singer now. If you haven't heard her singing lately, she's phenomenal. And John did the same thing. Struggled with pitch early on. Obviously, he was a good enough singer to get signed. Yeah. And he went through this vocal injury and the training and everything from that. He is now uh, just a much better singer than he's ever been. So well, I, I was really excited about that. And that's my favorite thing about him, and especially when I took my mom to her first John Mayer concert when mm -hmm. we just went to the forum, is like, you're going to be blown away. He's not, like, there's those artists who are like, this sounds exactly like the album. Yeah. And then there's artists who are like, this sounds better than the yeah. album. And I feel like he's a this on most songs, he's a this sounds better than the album. And if he's not, he's this is how it sounded on the album. Yeah. And there's no beneath. And I've never remembered or heard mm -hmm. anything lower than that before. So I think that's why the as is version bothered me. And I was like, I don't know what's happening on that. I think it's a venue that's outside though too, right? I don't know. I'm not sure so where it was. maybe that was some of it. I'm yeah. just making up things now probably. Someone's going to fact check me on that. No, but you, I 100% I support everything you just said. His live performance was impeccable. It was, it yeah. was just phenomenal. Oh, I know. I wish I could do it again and again and again. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the song Meaning. All right. This is your song. This is your pick. So you, you start is. us off here because so, I know you are connected to it strongly. I chose it because... Even though we're not in song lyrics, because mm -hmm. of the lyrics, mm -hmm. when I had to highlight, like you can see my entire paper is pretty much highlighted, except for two wrongs make it all right tonight over mm -hmm. and over and over again. It's right. not highlighted. Right. I just think lyrically this is such a strong and beautiful song. This is going to be, seem silly, mm -hmm. but I really love the movie Grease. Okay. Okay. And when I think about a split screen. 
you think of Greece. Yeah, when Danny and Sandy are singing Summer Lovin' at the end, and it gets all, like, randomly, like, operatic. And, oh, it's so sad. It's like an upbeat song. Uh-huh. And they split the screen, and they're both sad. And it's, like, split-screen sadness. So I first heard the song, I was like, oh, does John love Greece too? <laughs> so I didn't know, like, other movies had done it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's kind of a trope. Yeah. And I just think that this song has a different vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the violin aspect is that mm-hmm. what that is the, the strings they're yeah. they're I, I think they're uh sampled strings i don't think they're real strings. okay but but still it just mm-hmm. sounds so different than most of his other songs um so it kind of is a song that stands out to me so it's different so i thought that would be exciting to talk about and i just think that in addition to several of the lyrics being clever i just think the name and the concept of the song split screen sadness was very clever or yeah. triple s as i will now always refer to it. <laughs> um like he literally texts me i'm listening to triple s blah 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 and i was like what's triple s is that a band i don't know about and i'm like oh my gosh it's my pick for this week yep yep so what about you does the song have a lot of meaning to you did it resonate with you do you think it's about someone specific i don't know if it's a i i think it's definitely about a specific instance and i mm-hmm. think this is a song where actually context is really important mm-hmm. and uh, with John's a great writer, so with any song you can pick out lines and it's great. But this song is really telling a very specific story mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. um, and so as far as like what the song means, it's pretty easy to pick out because you know it seems like there was a fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was for sure a breakup fight, mm-hmm. and and the the community over on Genius seems to be kind of split too about that whether mm-hmm. this was a just a fight that they're like walked away from angry or yeah. whether this was a breakup. Yeah. Um, he says, I, you know, just going from, from the beginning, I don't know where you went when you left me, but it says here in the water, which is great. Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like he's just like in the rain, like it's raining on him. Oh, I thought he was in the shower. Oh. You would, you would. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- relate everything back to that shampoo line and totally. He hadn't songs. written the shampoo that yet. That song hadn't even happened yet. Yeah. Uh, you must be gone by now, right? So they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm gonna save you from reading all the way through it. But there's the. It's sto- hard not to yeah. because it's a great song. It is great. The story is there's a split and mm-hmm. he's upset about it, and uh, wishes that it could somehow be set right. And he's feeling all these things. Yeah. And you know. I, I was slow to come to this song mm-hmm. when revisiting it for it because at first it felt so distant. This was 2003. It was back in the day. I hadn't even met my wife yet. You know what I mean? Like I was a very different person mm-hmm. back then. And so the things that have happened were happened in my life then, I didn't really can relate to this song. Now, obviously, I'm an old man and I've had a lot of life to live and a lot, yeah. made a lot of mistakes. And there's a lot of here that I, I can really connect to. Um, but it's really just that sense of like, man, you're gone. And there's even part of it like, I understand, Yeah. you know, and I just wish it wasn't that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting that I just thought about when you were talking is that we haven't picked any songs mm-hmm. that are very specifically tied to, oh, that John wrote this about this current girlfriend or this ex-girlfriend. Mm. And I'm just like excited that that happened for us. Well, we did. No. Oh, we did. Yeah. Well, that one's so obvious. I mean, like a more like Taylor Swift, like. Katy Perry wasn't enough for you? No, because that's like, we, he was very open about that. Oh, I'm right. just saying it's interesting we haven't got like a more oh. cryptic sort of, well, people said this is about Jennifer Aniston. Oh, uh, we haven't done Paper Doll? Well, he went on on uh, uh, Current Mood uh-huh. and he said that that song wasn't about her. He Someone's asked a question like, what song of yours did you have high expectations for that, you know, didn't pan out or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, there's this, he said it's Paper Doll because everyone assumed it was about this one person and it never was. And I believe him. Why are you making a face at me? That twenty-two girls in one line is I know. I look back really lyrics. brutal. I know. If that's not about Taylor, because he could have changed that to any other number, 
and it would have been no, fine. Maybe the girl he dated was like that many different girls. Oh, and gosh. Them. We right. like, we're not talking about that song right now, Lucas. No, we're not. So let's talk about favorite or have our lyric discussion. Yeah. I'm just going to read the whole song. <laughs> Honestly, like that's the thing. There's so much here that you can. Um, I mean, it's easier for me to say what I don't like. Okay. I'm not going to do that, but you go ahead. I don't like the chorus. Why? Two wrongs make it all all right tonight. What are the two wrongs? I don't know. They're just both wrong in the argument? So I will say there is a lot in this song that I don't... I shouldn't say a lot. There are some things in this song that I don't literally... Can't literally make sense of. Mm -hmm. um, one of them being the two wrongs make it all all right tonight. That mm -hmm. I don't know that that's meant to be super specific. Okay. Because um, it's, you know, it's not... Um, so I and I don't love just the idea conceptually. I don't think two two wrongs make a right. Well, so, mathematical. Well, no, I'm just trying to be a decent person, and I don't think doing something wrong well, makes anything better. I don't think it means two of us committing murder it makes it all right. I think it means we know we shouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. But two wrongs, it's all right for tonight. But they're not together tonight. But he wants because he them wants to, to be, be. But he can't so find a like... flight. <laughs> Poor John. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> Uh, okay, what else don't you like, Ben? That's kind before of Before I read the entire song. Okay. That's kind of Oh, you know what? Okay. Let me get my paper. I, no, I'm going to I'm going to really upset you right now, and I'm sorry. I hope this doesn't How damage our friendship. How dare you? You don't like my favorite line. I don't like your favorite line. Don't let me get away. Context. Okay. Let me give you the context of the song, right? So, he says, uh, let me find that line. I will read it. And I, I know it was me who called it over. Yes. But I still wish you'd fought me till your dying day. Don't let me get away. How dare you not like that brilliant line? I'm putting I, up a poll. I know it's my fault. I'm writing poll. But you shouldn't have let me get away. That's not taking responsibility. Who are... It's like we reverse... Roll reverse right now. That's something I would say. Yeah. If you know... it, Look, I know it's my fault. I know this is this is on me. That, you've never felt that way? No, like I, I've like I should have been better. Like that's my fault, right? And mm -hmm. even like, uh, I can't wait to figure out what's wrong with me so I can see that there's a way that I used to be, which is a great line. Mm -hmm. But he's very aware that like, yeah, this is me. So that's why how, I love this song. He's so self-aware. Yeah. This so how is about, early on. He's like, man, I'm telling you guys, I got some issues. Too. <laughs> like, let me tell you what's gonna happen in the future. And I'm like, thank you, John, for recognizing that and trying to work on it slowly. Well, how about instead of don't let me go get away, how about you don't leave? How about you don't go away? Because that doesn't rhyme. Oh, gosh. Anyways, I'm, I'm taking over the segment. Go for it. First of all, one hand on the trigger of a telephone. Love it. Right? Yeah. How, who hasn't called either someone they like, like when you're younger? Like, mm -hmm. who would have called this boy and hang up or whatever? Or called an ex and been like, oh, that last number, it's so intense. And yeah. I love he called it a trigger. Well mm -hmm. played, John, if you're listening. Uh, maybe I'll sleep inside my coat and wait on the porch till you come back home. Love it. Oh, right. I can't find the yeah. I never knew. I don't know why I sang it, but until I saw it in writing, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, he's saying, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just hilarious. And this reminds me of when he slept on the floor in his clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought you would say something about that. but you No, I, 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 I just, the, the song is this raining in this song. I don't know if it is for you, but it, this song no, is I've raining. No, I've explained it's in the shower. Yeah, so. no, it's raining in this song So for me. So like being up on the porch, so curled up in, in your coat, yeah, like just waiting for them. And like, it reminds me of that Zach Braff movie. Do you know which one I'm talking about? No, I'm going to need a lot more information. Where oh, was with the girl who was the... on the real world? Huh? Yeah, she was on the real world and then she became an actress. I think her name is Jacinda. Mm, I got nothing. And he, she's pregnant. They're in a relationship. She's pregnant. He mm. cheats on her with Rachel Bilson. 
I got nothing. No? That someone sleeps on their uh, coat. And, and then, like, for him, in order to, like, make it up to her, because he's like, I'm not going to let you go, mm-hmm. he just, like, stays on the porch of the house, like, for day after day after day, and it rains on him. I feel and like that's a little stalkerish. Yeah. More so than the shampoo and the shower line, I think. But you know what it reminded me of? Mm. And you're going to love this, is Dawson's Creek. Because okay. I recently rewatched it twice. I'm wow. ashamed to admit on Netflix. And they were always on people's porches, like, all the time. Uh, uh-huh. Like, Joey would come home and Dawson would be on the porch. Or, I don't know. It just It's a random. But it, I just wonder if it was inspired by Dawson's <laughs> Creek at the time. Okay. Also, all you need is love is a lie. We had love, but we still said goodbye. Now we're tired, battered fighters. That is my favorite line. I never knew it said battered fighters. I just kind of mumbled through that part. Oh, no, I got it. <laughs> all you need is love is a lie because we had love, but we still said goodbye. I have... Yeah. You know, like, that's the harsh realization of relationships is you think, like, oh, God, I love you. You love me. That's going to be enough. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not always enough. No. No. And I love that. Yeah, it's very realistic. I love how he says they're battered fighters, too. Yeah. And then that whole verse, and it stings when it's nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. I can't even blame you. Well, I won't talk about the things I don't like. (laughs) Oh, no. I told you. Because there's so much of the the song that I love. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it's nobody's fault. I can't like even like badmouth you. It's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. didn't work. Now the internet loves, so I'll check the weather wherever you are because I want to know if you can see the stars tonight. Mm-hmm. It might be my only right, which I think you'd appreciate because he's in that one. He's taking yeah. ownership yeah, and responsibility. Absolutely. Like that's all I can get is just your weather. Yeah. Oh right, because I can't get a flight. Um, we've already addressed, obviously, you know, that I know it was me who called it over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like people have felt that way. I feel like it's very identifiable. I, I love that it might be my only right. I mm-hmm. When you go from that such intense relationship, that intimate mm-hmm. relationship of, like, you know, everything about everybody at all times. Yeah. Um, to going from that to, like, I don't even have the right to um, know anything about you or yeah. where you are or yeah. what you're doing. Like Any information. That, 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 that impulse. Like, where are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I I don't get to know. Yeah, you know? yeah. exactly. No, totally. Um, okay, I'm going to digress because I think we'll just end up spending the whole time talking yeah. about the lyrics to go to listener feedback and questions. All right. At Amy B. Drokey, DeRoche, says, quote, one hand on the trigger of the telephone, end quote, perfect description of the anxiety you feel before you call someone and you don't know if you should or how they'll react. I think we all agree with that. Mm-hmm. At Belinda underscore Buchanan describes this song as dreamy lyrics. I really liked that. I don't know why. I just thought, I don't know what's dreamy about it, but I agree <laughs> with you, Belinda. At hmm, a Franzwa 21 okay. said this song is, quote, underrated. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, because it's not a single. But um, does that mean that make a song underrated? I mean, if the fan base still loves it, like Edge of Desire, not a single. Fan base is obsessed with it. Right. I mean, it's like a sleeper hit of the summer. But you just called it a sleeper hit. So yeah, no, I, I proved my own. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't. I can't read what my next note was, so that's all I got. <laughs> nice. So let's go and rate the song now. Uh-huh. So, Jill, do you think this is a quiet song? Or do you think this is the John who's turning the ladies on? And I think the answer is very obvious. Quiet song. It's 100% a quiet song. It doesn't even, it's not faking, it's not hiding anything. It's just, it's wearing a coat, not a cardigan. Yeah, he's he's (laughs) sleeping inside it. You know how I'm always like, everything he does is with a smirk? Yeah, I don't find no smirky, here. no. There's no smirk no. here. And I just think it's so raw that he's like, I wish you would have fought me till your dying day, don't let me get away. Like, I know I keep coming back to that, sorry. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, it's just so 
honest. Okay. And I, I love that he's like, there's no substitute for time. He's like, I'm going to get better. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Now. Thank you for yeah. that. Because there is no substitute for time. If you think about any tragic thing you went through, whether it was like the death of someone or a breakup or something traumatic, mm-hmm. nothing heals it as much as time does. Yeah. Like you could meditate, you could pray, you could talk to your friends, you could go to counseling. Time is the ultimate healer of wounds, mm-hmm. even physical wounds. Yeah. I just think that's powerful. Um, okay, so my favorite question. Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? On a scale of one to five, I'm going to go with a five. Okay, okay. No, I said I was going to be more discerning. All right, but you did select I picked the song. The song so, so obviously yeah. it's going to be a five. Yeah. Um, and I, I see where he's not taking responsibility, but I see some places where he is and where he's being yeah. foreshadowing of his life. Right. <laughs> so for discussion questions, I have one I'm excited to ask you. Oh, it's great. Let's go. So grammatically, okay. you should not start a sentence with the word and. I'm, I haven't asked the question yet. What okay. are you saying? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lucas. It's the same thing. It's still a. What? It was the same sentence. It's yeah. still a conjunction. You're yeah. still sitting a, starting a sentence. Regardless, <laughs> do you think he started the song with and intentionally? Because not only does it begin the sentence, if you will, it begins the whole song. Yeah. Like what was before the and? Right. What was before the and? That's what such a great point. What was the purpose point. of the and? Or, or, or is it just random? So, uh, I have spent part of my life as an English teacher. Mm-hmm. I have a degree in English. I'm deep in the world of grammar. I've worked sure. as a copywriter, as a proof editor, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was the editor of the school newspaper in college. Mm-hmm. And I deeply, deeply hate people who are, not people, I don't hate people, I love so people. Hate me I, I know, I, I love people. I hate being caught up on grammar over content right sure. now obviously we need to be able to communicate with one another mm-hmm. so it needs to be clear enough right yeah but yeah there are people who would just absolutely flip out that you started a song let alone mm-hmm. a sentence mm-hmm. but the first sentence with and and i love it man i get in trouble work all the time because i just start stuff with and I, I i love it here because he's referencing and he does this in other places in his music and i don't want to talk about it now because i'm saving it for when we do those songs mm-hmm. but where there's clearly this is picking up on a conversation that's happened. Mm. There is a precursor to this, yeah. right? He can make a prequel song yeah. to this, you know? Um, I, I love it. I don't have a pro- I don't have a problem with it at all. No, I, I don't think... have a problem with either. I'm just asking, do, do you think there was a purpose? Do you yes. think he did it intentionally? Yes. Because, I think, because why? I think it, he wants it to feel like this song is starting mm-hmm. after the big event already okay. happened. It was the conflict. It was the fight. Yeah. The, that big cataclysmic moment already happened. It's not in the song. Mm-hmm. This is the fallout. I never knew it started with and until I printed the lyrics. Mm. I just thought it started with, I don't, like a really long I. Oh, he I kind guess. of slides into it, yeah. right? I'm not going to say he's mumbly because I don't think that's fair, but there are certain lyrics where I'm like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I got to look this up. Yeah. Like, you're, you're giving me nothing. Well, that's why I love the post that we had or the story that you had about oh, like what. Oh my gosh. I, did you, what was, did you see the one I posted today? I specifically posted. Oh, long, young and so full funny. of ramen. Young and full of ramen. Yeah. From Edge of Desire. <laughs> yes. amazing. Yeah. Why would he write that? <laughs> I guess they were broke because they can only eat ramen. Yeah. Uh, that's my only discussion question. What about you? Mine was I wanted to talk about the two wrongs make it all all right tonight. Okay. Like, what is that yeah. about? What does it yeah. even mean? Because I, I, I couldn't connect. I think he's just I saying he, he could recognize the wrong thing. But, like, you know what? It'll be all right tonight because mm-hmm. this is what I want is how I took it. He says it a lot of times for it right. to not be incredibly clear. How often do you 
envision the world this way in your own head where you're like, I'm very conscious that somebody else, this person that I'm thinking of is outliving their own life, totally divorced from my own experience. I mean, I don't, I don't worry about anything like that. I just uh-huh. kind of try to handle my own business. I thought you were going to say, how much do you think about the, how, how, how much the other person's hurting and how there's a split screen and they're as upset as you are about the breakup. Like to me, that's kind of, I don't want to say arrogant. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're in the, the relationship, maybe you can be like, no, I know this person's upset still. Like, mm-hmm. if you're divorcing someone, it's very clear. You're, well, no, that's not even true. Some people, both parties aren't sad. Yeah. I just think that's a more interesting question. Like, I think it, a lot of John's songs have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I'm sad, and you are also sad, because we're in a split screen right now, and we're both looking out at the stars crying. And right. I'm more of a person who's like, oh, I'm sad, and they probably don't even care, like, at all, oh. is more where I would go yeah. with that. I just think it's something we do is we tend to forget that people actually exist outside of our experience. Like when kids grow and you see them. Oh, yeah. Like, what happened to you? Well, they kept living their life yeah, while you were away. Exactly. <laughs> and I, you know, I've been there like after a, an especially painful breakup where I can't stop thinking about this person. Mm-hmm. And just I'm constantly wondering where are they, what are they doing? And I know that their life is going on. And I know that they're out living and they're meeting new people and they're having new experiences that have nothing to do with me. Yeah. And no experience they ever have again may ever have anything to do with me. Well, that's depressing. Yeah. When he, so I, that, the idea of the split screen there yeah. where I'm in my own suffering, but I'm also suffering because I know that this person didn't just disappear, yeah. right? They're not just gone. They're, they're still out me. there. Yes. And there's this whole life that they could be having that I'm not going to experience. Or yeah. I feel like really sad about everyone I've broken up with now that you said that. So thanks. Yeah. These I, discussion questions never end well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I was going through the lyrics last night and I started getting like super sad, mm-hmm. especially at the, it might be my only right. Cause I was there like, I just want, I want to know you're okay. Yeah. I want you to be safe. I want to know you're okay. Yeah. Even if it's not, I can't, t- I can't tell you that, you know, yeah. I can't make you be safe. It's not my job to protect you anymore. Yeah. Sadness, okay. man. Sadness. So I'm really excited to share the song for next week. I have no idea what no the song idea. for next week is. You very purposely restricted me from knowing this until we got here. All right. So you guys are going to get my authentic off the cuff response to whatever the song is. Let's go. So first, I want to say that if you would like to help choose Listener Week, you need to follow us at Mayor Studies on Instagram. That's where the party is. That normally I put up a Facebook post and then a story with like the question box. So right. You could write in, you know, anonymously if you feel like it. Well, I'll see it, but everyone else won't. Um, or you could write in the comments what the song is. And this song was like a landslide in the wow. comments. Wow, Okay. And someone even put, oh, this song's winning. Like, this is very obviously the winner because they could see them. And then I went to the box and I, I write down and like check mark how many each one gets. Uh-huh. And last time we did too many, the poll was like 40,000 songs. Okay. So I always pick like the top five. Okay. This one was so far ahead of the other songs, I didn't even move forward with the poll. And hey. it is. If I ever get around to living. Wow. They want no deep cuts. Way. They want deep cuts. Give them what they want. I would not have got that with 20 guesses. I figured that we were headed that direction because I saw it come up the first time I asked uh-huh. a few times. Not as, as much as some other songs. And yeah, I'm not surprised because they, a lot of people just want to get into those lyrics and they love a deep cut. And I think they're going to, I'm not even going to try and guess what people are going to pick anymore because it's obvious. I have, well, you know, we, we talked agreed. about, I have it's no just that idea. It's they all agreed was right. so weird. And I don't know if one person wrote it and everyone else saw it and thought, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to write that too. Mm-hmm. Because it was weird. It was so far ahead. You know, it was like check mark, check mark, check mark. And other songs were just getting mentioned once or twice. And this got mentioned multiple times. 
So I'm really excited to get into that song because I think it has some really, really good lyrics. So I have already selected what my next pick is. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I actually thought that that was possibly a song that was going to get picked because I've heard it mentioned by other people in the comments Are you before. Are going to tell us? Or... No. Oh, Too okay. early. I'll I love tell how you, you next think episode. we need to not tell them. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, you can find out next episode. I swear. I'm not giving the song away two episodes in advance. Come on. So if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the podcast when it ends. We would love to get some feedback and some reviews. And since we're just a new, I want to say fledgling, successfully fledgling yeah. podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a little street cred. So like, Review us if it's good, I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Much appreciated. <laughs> if it's medium, but not if it's bad. Why are you listening if it's bad? Because they love us. <laughs> um, and also, I appreciate everyone who's in the comments and stuff like yes. that. Because I don't get to see the DMs, but I do oh, get to, I do to interact with the fa- with the fans a little bit in the in the DMs. So. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry, in the comments. So thanks yeah. to all you guys who are putting stuff out there. Yeah, and I guess that's it for this week. So we'll see you next week for If I Ever Get Around to Living. Uh, head to the Instagram immediately to comment on the post or ask for feedback on the song because maybe you'll get mentioned and maybe i'll butcher your instagram (laughs) who who would want to miss that (laughs) can't miss that thank you guys so much for sticking with us uh we will see you in episode seven with your pick i'm gonna have to dive into this one this was episode six are you sure 100 percent. i yeah i'm glad you're in charge of that okay have a good week guys see you later bye. bye